Hello, and welcome to the fifth episode of Selecting the Right Load Movement System, a limited series podcast about choosing the right material handling system for moving heavy loads in industrial settings. My name's Eddie, and here is my co-host, Joshua. Hi there. Today's episode is one I'm sure a lot of listeners have been eagerly awaiting. Well, eagerly might be overstating things a bit, but we're definitely talking about an important facet of selecting a move system. How much it costs. Yes, this is a podcast about how to move objects in industrial settings. Sometimes the objects might be lightweight, like moving widgets down a manufacturing process. Sometimes the objects can be massive, like moving entire houses through a modular factory. Previously, we've talked about how some of the logistics associated with the move, like move distance and frequency, affect the selection of a material handling system. Today, we're finally getting to the big question people have been expecting since the start. What is the cost of the equipment? And is the move system even financially viable for your situation? Yes, and like the previous questions, this one is multidimensional and involves a number of different issues. It can be a complicated question to think about. That is sure true. It reminds me of a joke I heard. Want to hear it? Oh, man. Okay, hit me. A new engineer asks, how do you estimate how long a project will take? An experienced engineer responds, I add up the time required for each task and then multiply it by the number pi. The new engineer looks confused and asks, why pi? The experienced engineer says, it ensures that all of my budgets are irrational. Alrighty then, now that you've got that out of your system, Joshua. No, no, wait, I have another one. Why should you never start a conversation with the number pi? Because it'll just go on forever. No more math jokes, Joshua. Okay, okay. Getting back on topic. I think we're making the point that there's more to the cost question than just the upfront expense. Yes, and that's why we waited until now to talk about cost at all. Still, it's worth taking a moment to look at that initial cost. Any move system is going to require a capital expenditure to purchase. However, different move systems are going to vary enormously in how expensive they are. For that matter, even the same move system can vary a lot depending on specifics. For example, a typical indoor crane might cost tens of thousands of dollars. A large crane capable of dealing with heavy weights or extending over long distances might cost millions of dollars. They get expensive fast. So do forklifts. Usually fork trucks are a fairly moderate expense. But if you opt for one of those extra-large models capable of hauling super-heavy weights, they can be enormously expensive. Have you ever seen one of those ultra-large forklifts? Not in person, just the usual warehouse forklifts you usually see. The big ones can be real beasts. If you stand up the driver next to the forklift, the vehicle tires will be taller than the driver. I can't imagine how much it costs to fuel that thing. Funny you should mention that. The cost of actually operating the material handling system is another dimension of the total cost you have to think about. Fuel or energy costs are a great example. Now that you mention it, Labor, training, and certification would be another expense in this area. Forklifts and cranes require operators that are trained and certified. Push systems like air casters or wheeled carts are easy in this regard. They don't take much training. But a forklift or crane? Forget it. You're going to spend some serious money on making sure you can actually operate the system you've bought. And don't forget that you have to pay for the training and certifications themselves as a separate expense from labor. Those aren't free and most of them have to be repeated or renewed every so often. We'll talk more about training and certifications in the next episode. 
It's a big enough consideration that it deserves its own look. Before we move on, though, let's mention that a material handling system that requires certified operators could introduce another secondary cost. Okay, so you decide to go with the forklift. That means you have to pay a pretty penny to make sure your driver's properly certified, not to mention their wages. Since you're paying a premium, you try to keep the number of those drivers to a minimum. That could increase the amount of wait time between moves. In other words, you have to wait for the equipment and the operator to become available for the next move, and then you must take the time to attach the load. Altogether, the wait could extend to 15 or 30 minutes or more, during which no load is moving. That can lead to costs associated with lost productivity or other opportunity costs. Something to think about. On the plus side, one thing you don't have to worry about with forklifts, though, are installation costs. Once you've bought the truck, you've bought it. Not so with cranes, conveyors, or rails. That's right. Those permanent systems are usually built directly into the facility itself, and the installation itself costs money, along with incurring associated downtime and lost productivity. Some of these installations can take multiple weeks of construction time, during which time the facility must be shut down or at least operating at significantly reduced capacity. And installing some of these things is itself a big deal. Installing a crane is a civil engineering project in and of itself. And installation expenses are usually sunk costs, too. You're not getting that money back. A crane or conveyor can't be moved once installed or sold on the secondary market when you're done with it, at least not easily. If it ever needs to be reconfigured or if the organization changes facilities, the money spent purchasing and installing the system is lost. In fact, in some cases, the organization might have to pay more to have the move system removed if they leave or remodel their facility. What are the move systems that don't have installation costs? Forklifts, like we mentioned, push systems like transfer carts, air casters, although air casters can't work on porous floors like concrete, so there may be some cost associated with reconditioning the floors or using temporary mitigating measures like overlays. Those don't have to be permanent, though. Then, once whatever system you've chosen is installed, you have to keep it running. And that usually costs, too. Right. Maintenance and upkeep can sometimes be more expensive than the upfront cost over the lifetime of the equipment. Generally speaking, the more complex the move system the more maintenance and service it will involve. Like cranes and any motorized solution will require regular and often extensive maintenance. Bearings wear out, parts can be unavailable, you could have contractor problems, it can add up. Even wheeled carts that usually only deal with lighter loads will eventually need new tires. Plus, some of this equipment requires regular inspections. What's the material handling system with the least amount of maintenance required? Almost certainly air casters. But that shouldn't be too surprising, since they have no moving parts. What's more surprising is rails, which also typically have relatively little maintenance. Okay, so we've covered the cost of the system itself, installation costs, the cost to operate, the cost of production losses due to weights and downtime, maintenance and upkeep, the cost of operator training and certification. Are we missing anything? Yes, there's one more hidden cost that is pretty easy to forget about how much it costs to increase capacity. That's right, the cost of scaling the load, in other words. Right, so a wheeled solution might be more cost-effective than air casters at light weights, but at heavy weights, the calculus flips. Moving a 400-ton load via air casters might cost six figures. Moving it via a wheeled system could cost seven figures. So if you need to move a range of weights, 
Some not so heavy, some super heavy. What's going to be the cost of moving the heavier weights with your chosen system versus the lighter weights? Oh man, once again, this is a lot to think about. You start off just asking how much the move system costs, and suddenly you're thinking about a half dozen different kinds of costs. It's definitely a lot to think about. I'd suggest that anyone trying to pick up a material handling system just make sure they consider both upfront cost and total cost of ownership in their analysis. You obviously need to know if purchasing the system fits into your budget right now, but you also want to know how it's going to compare cost-wise over a period of years or over its total lifespan. Can we bottom line this question though? Sure. I mean, it's hard to compare one for one because every situation is different. But it's pretty fair to say the lifetime cost of something like a crane is going to be on the high side. The equipment is expensive, installation is expensive, operation is expensive, maintenance is expensive, and so on. On the other side of the spectrum, air casters are going to be on the less expensive end. The actual units will vary in price, but they require very little in the way of installation, maintenance, or operation costs. Systems like conveyors, rails, and fork vehicles will fall in the middle. Okay, so that covers the cost question. What's next on the list? The next two questions are pretty straightforward. They're not nearly as multi-layered as the cost or flexibility questions from our last few episodes, so we'll probably cover both in one episode. Question number five is how to make the load loadable, and question number six is what kind of training and certifications are required per move system. And then after that, we only have one more question left: safety. Before we'll be done with this series, so where can people find us if they want to finish out this process with us? They can subscribe to this podcast anywhere they normally listen to podcasts, or they can visit our home website at www.aerogo.com. That's www.aerogo.com. And until next time, thank you everyone for joining us. See you soon.